Welcome to the Worship Leader Probs Podcast with your hosts, Jeremy and Brian, a.k.a. Big Tasty, a.k.a. Mr. Probs. Look, serving in worship and production can be one of the most rewarding experiences, but it can also feel like... I'm a worship pastor. I'm a production pastor. And these are our problems. Welcome to episode 89 of the Worship Leader Props podcast, where we aim to entertain, encourage, and equip worship and tech leaders all over the world. Sponsored by Planning Center Online. What's up, big tasty? Eyes open, my man. You did it. I, you know, I, You're in the zone. We've had a good day kind of chilling around, hanging around the house. And so I feel like I'm like clear-minded nice. and just nice. ready to roll, baby. Feeling it. Feeling it. <laughs> so, guys, thank you so much for joining us on episode 89 of the podcast. We're just blown away that episode 100 is right around the corner. And Coming. so, B- BT, before we go too far into this episode of the podcast, why don't you tell everybody a little bit about Planning Center Online? They're the best. They're our favorites. And so what Planning Center is it? It's a, it's in a, a, a collection of applications that can help you uh, do the things that really matter in your ministry. And that's to keep track of people and to help give information to people. So Planning Center won't lock you into any contracts. You can adjust or cancel any whatever plan you choose at any time with no fees. Any plan starts with a 30-day free trial. They don't even ask for payment information until after those 30 days. A planning center is designed to scale to the needs of your church. You use the applications you need at the level you need. And how about this? Support. Anyone can reach out to planning center support, whether whether you're a customer or not, whether you use any of their applications, reach out to them or whatever the role is at your church. They'll get back to you with in-depth answers, often within an hour. It's unbelievable. You don't believe it? Reach out today. Yeah. But if you don't actually use Planning Center and you're reaching out for help, you're just a troll at that point. <laughs> so we very much on the Worship Leader Props podcast, we have a no troll pro- policy. Yeah, there so, you go. There you go. No trolls. Man, we love we love Planning Center. And I'm yes, using we do. it a lot these days as we fire up for life groups and mm, our rooted mm-hmm. experience. So, hey, Brian, um, you know, a lot going on just uh, in general with lives. And we'll talk a little bit about Free Church AV and all that kind of stuff. But why don't you, if it's okay, do you want to talk a little bit about uh, your week last week and maybe share yeah. a little bit why we weren't able to have a podcast? Yeah, love to. Um, so, you know, if you follow me on any of my personal stuff, you're already aware of this, but um, uh, we uh, we lost my mom last week mm-hmm. uh, yeah, on man. July the 26th at about 11 o'clock at night. And uh, she was 89 and had uh, a lot going on physically, cancer and congestive heart failure and a couple of other things. And um, so we had uh, moved her into hospice because during COVID, we had not been able to really see her much at all, just through windows. And it was really, it's really hard when you have somebody in that age bracket to to get to communicate through a glass window is just not, not easy. So uh, we moved yeah. her into a, a hospice uh, facility where we were able to um, we were able to spend time with her. Uh, we were able to uh, to help, you know, feed her and care for, pray with her, read her passages from the Bible. And uh, last Sunday night, just uh, almost a week ago, um, my uh, my sister and I uh, were by her side, and we were singing "What a Day That Will Be" uh, oh. when she stepped into heaven for the first time. So, um, th- 
thanks for the prayers. Thanks for, uh, uh, and Jeremy was gracious enough to handle the Instagram account. And I really just got to check out for the week. And um, I actually uh, was asked to lead the service for my mom. And I'm not a, if you know me at all, you know, I don't do a ton of like speaking and giving messages and things like that, but I was asked to do that for her service. And so, you know, thankful, uh, thankful that I was able to do it. And, um, you know, we'll miss her, but she, her suffering's over and we're certainly grateful yeah. for that. So. Yeah, dude. A lot of people have been praying for you, BT. And, Thank you. Thank um, you so much. You know, it's been, it's been cool because you're, you're always there for everyone. You know what I mean? And so like, I, I wish it was killing me. I wanted to be closer, you know, mm-hmm. and to get up there and just kind of sit there and kind of keep an arm around you. Um, but man, a lot of, a lot of people are praying for you. Love you, dude. And, uh, man, so, so sorry for your mom's loss, but what an incredible testimony for your mom that, you know, her kids were around her singing her <laughs> praise crazy. songs as yeah, she stepped was, over the threshold. It was pretty crazy, I mean, man. It was pretty, pretty crazy. She hadn't spoken for a few days. And one night I was, uh, one of her favorite hymns was this old song called Sweet Hour of Prayer. And so, uh, I Googled the lyrics real quick and I was singing it to her in her, and all of a sudden saw a hand go up. Are you kidding me? And she said, that's a good one. Um, so yeah, it was, God gave us some real gifts, uh, there at the end. Wow. Um, so yeah, certainly grateful. Goodness, man. Yeah. It, it was an wasn't at one point. Week. Yeah. One, didn't you text me at one point you guys were singing and praying over her and she like just calmed down. Yeah. Yeah, she did. <sighs> and then she stayed calm for a really long time. And at the end, her, her hospice nurse had just come in and they had given her some medication. He was over her and all of a sudden he stopped. This was the day before she passed. He stopped and he said, guys, her eyes are following me. Her eyes are tracking. You need to get over here. So I walked over and uh, she hadn't spoken for days at that point, but she reached up to hug me. Um, and oh. that, that was just the day before. So yeah, it was, it was, it was a really moving uh, experience and God, God was very, very gracious to us uh, wow, there dude. at the end. So, yeah. So, um, do you have a newfound respect for senior pastors now that you've actually led a, oh a service as if yeah, just leading any funeral service oh is word. hard, but you know, specifically doing it for your, for your mom. So one of my older brothers, I'm the youngest of five. One of my older brothers is a senior pastor. And so he is, he's done every funeral, every wedding. And so he called me a few days ahead of time and he said, Brian, I, I need to ask you something. He said, I, I'm not sure I've got this one in me. Oh, and gosh. I was like, Oh, Mark, I, w- I was going to ask you if I could not do anything, <laughs> you know, <laughs> for, you know, for this one. And so, but you know, God, uh, God gave me the strength and the peace to do it. Now I, so the, the funeral was Friday, today's Sunday, yesterday on Saturday, I hit the wall. I had kind yeah, of I'm sure you did, uh, set it aside, you know, long enough to, to do the service, but yeah, so we'll, we'll miss her for sure. Yeah. But she and my dad are, uh, you know, both up there together after 64 years of marriage. So, Oh my gosh. Wow, yeah. dude. Yeah. Praise the Lord together. Amen. That's amazing. Amen. Um, so, you know, because in the midst of all this, you know, Brian and I were talking. So last week we went to Danville, Virginia, uh, to go be part of free church AV. And, uh, so Daniel Gorley from five words media had this crazy idea, you know, however many months ago of like, Hey, let's give church a free AVL system. Like up to $200,000. I don't think they even knew the ramifications of trying to put it all together. So they, they, they did it. They had 500 and 
80 churches actually uh, apply to be a part of this. And uh, they ended up picking uh, uh, Hope Church in Danville, Virginia. And so last uh, Thursday, we went for like a media day and we would be interviewing the the church. We'd be interviewing the manufacturers and thank yous and all kind of that kind of stuff. So Brian calls me like right before and was like, I really don't know what to do. Mom's in hospice. And let's say we go and uh, she passes away. I'm going to feel awful if I'm there. And then also if I go and, and she gets and I get COVID and I can't be here. And she be, so it was just like, bro, stay home. And so Brian was incredible enough on that Thursday. He zoomed in. I mean, you were pretty much online with us most of the day. And uh, man, what an incredible experience! So, um, so Dan like, here's, Orley, like I've paid, I've paid it forward in McDonald's drive-through. <laughs> yeah, you know, like hey, yes. you got, I got your McMuffin. It's on, it's on. Yeah, Big Tasty. absolutely. Gourley, Gourley gave away an AVL system. That's yeah, a, he gave away a house. That's quite a different. <laughs> level yeah. then I got your McMuffin. You know what I'm saying? So so we show up, right? And so like I had been a part of some of the design meetings, just like kind of watch how it was all going down mm. and all that kind of stuff. And like this church, like <laughs> they had like a, a EV speakers on a shelf behind the singers, mm. which is like a legitimate no no. <laughs> their their live streaming was a Mevo camera for those that know that's like this this little kind of camera you get and uh, you can kind of stream out of it. And then they had a wireless IEM pack going into a Behringer splitter to get the RCA to get it to go in. T- I mean, it, it was just, it was crazy. It's pretty but ingenious they were doing, when you think about it. I mean, it was, it was the MacGyver of stuff, but like, and they were doing the best they could yeah. with what they had. Because and, they've uh, made decisions to plant churches. They've, they've planted five or six churches. Like we're going to go without here so that yes. we can plant churches. I mean, you got to... That's cool. Yeah, and it's just it was crazy watching some of the stories come out of it. So, I think so Jeremy froze on. So us, we man. get there to freeze on us, buddy. Gorley says it's like a large. It it's off. like a large McMuffin. <laughs> it's like. <laughs> am I back, Brian? You're back. You're back. Okay, cool. Um, so, so we get there to the church and uh, meeting the people, and I walked in. It, everything's done at this point. I was blown away by the work that these guys do. So it's real, guys. $149,000 at the time of me getting there is the, the, the cost of this AVL system. So here's Such an honor this to is be what was amazing. This, I know. So here's what was amazing. As they got into it, finally the system fired up. They realized, oh, you know, we need actually some, some acoustic treatment and stuff like that. And so I was like, oh, gosh, poor church. They're not. And Dan goes, okay, just let's do this, this, and this. And next thing you know, that number bumps up to $160,000. Wow. I mean, it was just no questions asked. Wow. And so I think this meant a lot to everybody, you know, and it, yeah. it was for me, you know, just being a part of it, seeing the, you know, the pastor told a story. He's been at that church for 29 and a half years. To yeah. that point, the largest gift the church had ever received was somebody had donated like a $12,000 van. Mm. Which and is they were telling not, sto- nothing to sneeze at. I mean, that's nothing to sneeze at. But like that, that's it. That's, that, that's the biggest gift they've gotten in 30 years of ministry to the mm. point where like, they were telling stories of like, sometimes it just kind of felt like, man, like, you know, does God see the sacrifice, does he? And then all of a sudden, bam, like Free they get this AV. thing. And then watching them Thursday night, get into rehearsal, have zero tech issues. <laughs> like, and they, they were worshiping their faces off. The spirit yeah, of God so was awesome. so heavy. Watching the pastor with kind of tears in his eyes, walk in the room, ironed it off in this corner. And I had my hands in the air. I was just 
praising God, sobbing. There were no yeah. click tracks. There was no Ableton. It was no nothing. But like, it was just, it was amazing to be a part of. And so um, on September 9th, Free Church AV opens up for Mix 2 version 1. I don't know what Dan's deciding to call it, but <laughs> the, the second installment of Free Church AV will will come live. And so you can go to uh, our bio uh, and our Instagram. For, I think you can even get there from uh, all of our different socials and stuff mm-hmm, like that. You can mm-hmm. get to Free Church AV. You can go to the Five Words Media page. I think you can even search Free Church AV. This thing is real, and it has the potential to really change um, – the reach of what your church is able to do. So I'm jumping online and watching the, the three camera shot and c- pristine audio coming through, um, you so know, cool. at Hope Church and watching the message of the gospel go out. So and that cool, could be man. you guys. Um, and so be in it to win it. Yeah. So um, what we're actually going to do here is uh, we were able to record an interview with uh, Brian, myself, and Jonathan Wright, who's their tech director slash student pastor uh, at uh, Hope Church Danville. And so we're, we want to play you that interview and just let you kind of hear a little bit about what was going on and what this thing meant to their church. Well, hey, Worship Leader Props Nation, we're uh, here with Jonathan Wright from yeah. Hope Church in Danville, Virginia. What's up, dude? Dude, it's happening. It's happening. Yeah. So we've been telling you guys for like a year now almost, right? Yeah. About right. Free Church AV. And we're actually with Hope Church who won this thing. Here's what I there's – there's a secret out there. I think there's people that think this isn't actually a real thing. Yeah, definitely. But as you can – like you can't see because it's an audio podcast. But if you could see, there's a brand new stage back here with lighting right. and audio and video. Like this thing is real and you can be a part of it. So, Jonathan, tell, why don't you tell us a little bit. Like how did you find out about Free Church AV? Yeah, I actually found out through through the worship leader props like Instagram. All right, let's yeah. go. So I saw Come it, on. and my first thought was, "This is fake." Fake news. <laughs> <laughs> like it's a scam. And then I was like, "Well, okay, I, I, they wouldn't be promoting it if it was a scam." I right, trusted right. you guys. Well, I really did. You know, we want to be the trusted leader in all things worship. <laughs> yeah. So, so when I saw it, I thought, you know what? I'm gonna, I'm just gonna enter this thing without telling anybody else on staff. Seriously? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you pulled a sneaky. Yeah, I did. I love it, but that's also because I was like, this isn't, this isn't gonna happen. You know? Yeah. So I entered it, and then you know they were like, you got to make a video, and I was like, oh, I got to tell everybody on staff now. <laughs> so it ended up that uh, I went into staff meeting. I was like, hey, guys, I, uh, I entered us into a, a you know, contest. And they were like, why? And I was like, well, it's for, it's for like up to $200,000 worth of equipment. And they were like, oh, that makes sense. <laughs> yeah. 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 That's good. <laughs> but uh, I still remember our pastor, Brian, his first thing he said to me. He was like, I'm one of those guys who I don't win anything. And I was like, yeah, I get it. This guy. I get it, yeah. And in fact, he said, if there was a lottery, and there were two guys that entered him, and, and one of them was me, and the other guy died. I would still lose. <laughs> Those are not great odds. Yeah. And so we went ahead and entered it. He was like, but you know what? Go ahead and do it. So we made a video. That's and, awesome. And here we are. So tell me a little bit, like, what was the application process like? Yeah. So the first thing was we, we obviously entered the information. I had to put who I was. And uh, that was a little scary when you're like, I'm not sure if this is a scam or not. You know? So you're like, here's who I am and here's my location. And then it ended up, got the email back. We need some more information about it. So I gave that too. And then they were like, make a video explaining kind of what you need help with and, and all of that. So we, we did the video, sent it in. And that was, yeah, there we go. It, so mm-hmm. what, how, uh, like, 
tell us about finding out and getting the phone call. Who, like, who called you from Five Words Media? Who called me? So it ended up that Daniel called me. And, and he was like, hey, man, like we're going to need to schedule a Zoom call. We're going to be having a discussion. We need more information. And at that point, I'm sweating it. You know, I'm over here just like pouring sweat. Like, yeah, that sounds cool, man. Sounds amazing. And then he was like, okay, it'll be, you know, next week. So I had a week where I was, I was in panic the oh, whole yeah. time. Because I was like, I don't know what's happening in this Zoom call, what they're going to ask me. You know? But then having that Zoom call, it was, it was awesome. Super good guys to talk with. And... I was immediately more comfortable after the Zoom call started. Yeah. So, <laughs> Brian, didn't um, yeah. didn't Jonathan call you like right after everything happened and they find out? Can you tell us a little bit about like what that phone call was like? <laughs> yeah, man. Well, we had watched a video, I think, of Jonathan finding out. Yeah. Like live because they announced it on our Instagram live, and and uh, his wife shot a video of him like finding out and it was the greatest thing ever, man. Um, and he just so much joy, uh, so much joy in the phone call. And, um, I, we could not be more excited for you guys. Can, can you tell us a little bit about what was technology like yes, at Hope Church before this? Well, I mean, when we look at the city we live in, it is a lower income town. You know, it just just always has been. And, and so for us, we kind of were piecing together a lot of tech just mm-hmm. gradually. And just pretty much what would happen is by the time that we pieced together something, something else had gone out of date or had broken. <laughs> so we were like, OK, well, we've got to, you know, replace this now. And including like the live stream stuff, you've seen the you've seen the Mevo. You've seen it. Yeah. And uh, that was like some wild MacGyver kind of creation <laughs> that I put together just to get through the first part of learning live stream stuff. And uh, speakers were behind everybody, so we were dealing with that going back into the microphones. Oh, man. Oh, Our man. sound guy was sweating every Sunday trying to figure out how to get rid of frequency issues. <laughs> and, uh, he was Literally, when he saw the new system arrive, he just cried. Oh, he wow. cried and he looked at me That's and he fantastic. literally went, it's over. <laughs> that is amazing. Yeah, it was, it was so good. And that's how I felt too. A lot, a lot of the boxes coming out, look at them and be like, it's done. We did it. It's over. <laughs> and, and, and just, you know, a few short hours, you're actually going to go, it is finished. Oh, fantastic. I missed that like opportunity. That. So, um, hey, so true or not true, Daniel Gorley from Five Words Media is opening your first service with this is the moment from Jekyll and Hyde. I haven't gotten to talk system. to him about it, but we did put it on Planning Center. <laughs> hey, that's the law, man. If it's in Planning Center. You can't go against the Planning Center. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, I got an opportunity to sit in some of the design meetings early on um, when they were kind of looking at stuff. And I, and what I kept thinking was, as I saw your situation, is like, they have no idea how oh, much yeah. life is about to change for the good for them. So, so exciting to hear that, like, your, your guy got so blessed. Your church been so blessed. So tell me, what was it like working with Five Words Media throughout this process? Oh, man, it was awesome. Like, I keep telling people, this is, like, one of the best groups of people I've, yeah. I've been around, wow. including, like, all the texts that have been here, the Zoom calls. Like, these guys are awesome. And they're like, now I'm like, these guys are my friends. Yeah. Like, for sure. 
one of the things that I thought was super cool when I was in the Zooms and, and like, tell me a little bit about your experience, but like you would think like, okay, somebody's about to give you, you know, $150,000 yeah. worth of equipment <laughs> that they're really going to tell you, you're getting this, you're getting that. Right. But did, do you feel like that, like they heard your vision in your heart? Oh, absolutely. That yeah. was, that wasn't even a question. Like, I mean, it, first of all, it was very nice to be able to be confident in the knowledge that yeah. you were receiving, you know, you would tell them an issue you were having. And they were like, well, here is a solution to that. Yeah. And you would wow. look at it. And if you needed that to be adjusted a little bit, they were like, all right, let's look at it some more. Yeah. So it was just a, a breeze. No, oh, that's awesome. Wow. That's actually needs that's to be fantastic. the sixth word. Is it breeze? <laughs> breeze. Yeah. Here, touch, feel, see. Breeze. Breeze. Yeah. I love it. I love it. Um, so now here we are. We've worked through the design process. Everything was here. You guys, they've all... Got it all set up. And so, like, last night I got to come in and uh, stood in the back of the room. Like, yeah. what does this feel like now? Because this will be, this weekend will be your first services with everything up and running, yeah. right? It feels so different, but in the best way possible. Mm. It's it's pretty much like what would have happened if we didn't try to piece everything together, obviously. <laughs> you know, it, take, for example, the guy who kind of hooked up the lights we had originally yeah. doing, like, some uplighting stuff. He looked at me this morning and was like, hey, that looks like what I was trying to do, but didn't know what I was doing. <laughs> it's like, you ever see those like pictures from like what it was on Pinterest and then what it, it yeah, actually it was, comes out? Exactly like, nailed it. Yeah. <laughs> it's, uh, man, but it's, it's, it's really mind blowing. Yeah. Like to hear it and to look at it and, and you walk in. Each time I walk in, I'm like, this doesn't feel like it's real. Like this building has never looked or sounded like this before. Straight up. Is, yeah. So is and there, wanna, is there ahead, it might be hard to answer this, but is there a piece of it that you're like the most excited about? Oh, I can tell you what that is. <laughs> I can actually. It, so the CODA system has been unbelievable. And that's the PA. Yeah, the PA. Yeah. Like it it just blew my mind. The, the size of it and the amount of sound that comes out of that is unreal. But the elation lighting as well has also blown my mind. Like That's it's, awesome. it's all the whole thing. Well, and if you guys, if, 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 if you guys could see the room that five words had to walk into. Oh yeah. Like it, it is a, a, your typical kind of long sanctuary with a tall, you know, cathedral ceiling, yeah, there you go. but then there's two low ceiling little corridors wings, yeah. off, you know, so it's almost in the shape <laughs> of a cross. And I, when they first, we started looking at the pictures, I was like, what are they going to do? <laughs> kind of. I was <laughs> Leslie Nielsen, not Leslie, Liam Neeson, yeah, like, yeah. good luck. You know, like, that's what I was thinking. And I'm like, I walk in and I'm walking the room last night and I bet my mouth was wide open. It was. Like, it was just, it sounds incredible. Wow. I mean, they just have, they have done a fantastic job. So let me ask you this though. Yeah. So you, you've gotten this brand new AVL upgrade and it's vastly different from what you had. How do you feel like they set you up for success once they leave? Nice. Well, I mean, first of all, the system is going to be so much easier for our volunteers to work with. Yeah. You know, like that's so important for your volunteers to not feel like they're they're dropped into something that they have mm. to constantly try to figure out yeah. and fix. And so for everything to feel like it's pretty much turnkey, yeah. that's going to be super valuable for, for me and for the volunteers because you don't feel like you're handing over something that you're like, you may have to address a huge issue in the middle of something, you'll be, you know, but you'll get it. <laughs> as long as you get through Dante certification level 27, like Big Tasty, exactly. yeah. you will be just fine running this yeah. system. And it's rare air, guys. It's rare for, air. For people to hear, you know, the way that they should, 
is is going to be amazing because I feel like that'll draw people in to worship in in a way that we haven't been able to. Yeah, you know. How do you see this whole experience with Five Words Media and Free Church AV? Like, how do you? What's the impact that this is going to have on Hope Church moving forward? Mm-hmm. Huge impact. I mean. Even talking about this area, nothing like this has even happened in Danville, Virginia, wow. for sure. And and for it to happen here is incredibly uh, just like humbling. And we feel so extremely blessed. It, it It's almost, we can't even find words to express it because it's so unexpected. You can't find five words? To- yeah, you can't find five words. words. It's like, see here. No. Um, <laughs> it, it really has just blown our minds and it's going to change so much how we've been able to do things like awesome. i mean even if we look at just the live stream mm. you know every sunday i was frantically trying to plug things in correctly and like all right how are we going to get this one working <laughs> this sunday and now for us to be able to sit a volunteer down and be like here you go here yeah. you go you mm. you use this as your your way to serve this is, is amazing yeah, incredible awesome. so what advice would you give to a church that's listening to this and going all right we're going to do it next year just do it. I love it. <laughs> I mean, that's I, honestly, that's what I ended up saying to myself is like, we're just going to do this. And you know what? If we win, then that's an amazing blessing. But if we don't like to still be content with what God has provided for us. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so for anybody that has wondered, like, maybe we'll enter it. Maybe we won't. You know, we don't have a chance of winning. Like, that's kind of what we thought. Yeah. And then I'm sitting here with you guys like, well, we won. <laughs> <laughs> looking at the system like what is going on i'm watching you like in hamilton when they're all standing on the boxes we won we won yeah, that's, it. <laughs> that's what i'm doing right now that's awesome well guys i believe it's september 9th free church av comes back around and they will start taking applications for that you can find that at is freechurchav.com mm. uh and we'll have links to it with we'll our worship prop stuff yeah. and we'll be promoting it and uh, i mean i'm sitting here right now watching the impact this is having on hope oh, church yeah. and uh you're going to get that opportunity to be a part of that so check out five words media these guys are amazing jonathan thank you so much for uh for joining us and letting us Dude. be a part of what god's doing here absolutely thank you guys for coming out here and just hanging out Brian, thanks, dude, in the midst of what was a crazy week. Thanks for jumping in that. Oh, um, An honor. Honor to be a part of it. Honor to be a part of. And so, again, September 9th, man, you guys uh, can jump in and you can actually put in for your church to be part of Free Church AV, man. I'm just going to say do it. Do it. Go out on faith. Do, do it. it. Um, because it can really change the landscape. And it's launching. God it's launching doing. from Experience Conference, right? Yes. And Experience is happening. I don't know if you guys knew that or not. Look at he's even got his experience conference shirt on. I'm ripping, man. Dude. So um, just kind of because everything with the NBA at Disney, they have actually moved venues. And so it's no longer at Disney Coronado Springs, but it's been moved over to the Gaylord Palms Hotel, Mm, mm. which is personally my favorite hotel in Orlando, Florida. It's got this giant atrium that's got like a rainforest and a pirate ship. And it's amazing. And so... All of our artists uh, are going to be there, I think, uh, except for Torn Wells, who was originally on the the ballot, but mm. he's not going to be part of it anymore. But everybody else is coming. Big Tasty's coming. I'm Big Gingy's coming. I'm going to be there. I mean, all of your fan favorites are going to be there. We're going to be hanging out. And uh, y'all, it's not too late to sign up. It's not too late to come. They're going to do really uh, do a lot with social distancing and uh, making sure that we keep everybody safe. But, man, if you need some refreshing in your life, I'm telling you, come to experience Brian. I mean, you've talked a little bit about what has meant for your ministry. Yeah, man, I was, uh, I was at a low point 
when I showed up at my first experience and, uh, God met me there. Um, and these are, these are people, uh, who have become family, you know, Jeremy, yeah. is, Jeremy is obviously family. Um, but there's, it's just a man. It's, there's a lot of great worship conferences out there, but this one, this one hits different guys. The, the heart is, you know, people are going to be calling you and praying for you over the phone before you come. I mean, and with the kind of, uh, obstacles that have been thrown up in the way of it for this year, you can bet like there's a, there's a whole ministry team of worship and production people from around the country. And we'll be praying and fasting as the conference approaches for you. Uh, And so join us, man. Don't, don't miss it. I promise you it's going to be awesome. Awesome, dude. Well, my man, Let's get in. I know we got a little segment before we get into our interview with Corey Voss that we just love. And it's been it's been two weeks since I've got to hear any of these. And so I'm really hyped right now. So before we get into our interview with Corey Voss, why don't we read our prayer concerns? Well, guys, uh, we're excited to be able to read to you guys a couple of our prayer concerns. So prayer concerns on the Worship Leader Problems podcast are just simply this. It's all the legitimately crazy stuff that people will put on your comment cards um, in the space that says, how can we be praying for you? (laughs) And so uh, we like to read these. Look, they make the world feel smaller. Absolutely. When you realize Brian's church is going through the exact same things that you are. (laughs) Oh yeah. There's no, there's no like, Oh, well, if we could hit a thousand people, the complaints will go away. No, it's economies of scales. (laughs) They just get larger. (laughs) You know what I mean? The, the, uh, the amount of them. So BT, what do we got this week? All right. Prayer concern. Number one. I had a senior saint write this on our connection card during our blended gathering, and I quote, I had to sit down during the second song, and five other people did as well. Remember, you'll be old too someday. (laughs) Dude, okay, legit, because you grew up in church just like I did, right? Did Did you ever fake a Holy Spirit moment? And like, you, you like sit down and put your hand in your head and you just kind of like shake it to make it look like you're super into what God might be doing in the moment. But really you were just tired of standing. Dude, here's, I was grew up in the assembly of God. So those altar services back in the day, they were long. I and, love it. Uh, yeah. Sometimes you just have to, you just have to sit down, bury those, bury your yeah. head in your hands and it looks like God was really working on you. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> All right. Prayer concern number two. Today, I overheard a conversation our worship leader was having with an older congregant after we resumed in-person services. The lady couldn't believe he was the same person that did our worship leading online. After a few moments, the ladies finally said, well, I think you looked much more handsome online and walked away. (laughs) That's fantastic. (laughs) That's why when I I met... um, Jonathan Wright from Hope Church, and he's been a big follower and usually joins the live stream. So first thing he said to me, he goes, oh, you're much taller in person. (laughs) (laughs) It's so funny. Oh my gosh. All right. Number three, prayer concern number three, to protect the innocent, let's pretend my name is Susie. (laughs) After church choir practice a few years ago, an older lady came up to me and asked if she could pray for me. Since I was newer to ministry, I was encouraged to have support and I never turned down prayer. So I told her, sure. She grabbed my hands and started praying. Lord, I just pray that you will help me to get through my issues with Susie. Help me to forgive her and not dislike her so much. Amen. 
because I'm a savage. <laughs> oh my gosh. Whoa, that is. Yeah. That, I mean, let's go. Prayers for Susie. Okay, number four. We had a woman stand up on top of the back pew and yell up to our media team members working in the booth. I kind of frantically made my way back to find out what was going on and asked her to please get down. Turns out she was just asking for the Wi-Fi password. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, come on. Dude, I would change my, we need more bass. That's the password. (laughs) Crank that bass. Okay, number five. Prayer concern number five, the last one, bottom of the pudding cup. I'm telling you this in love to encourage you. I hate your music. Oh, <laughs> no way. Straight up, I hate your music. That's from a friend of mine, actually. <laughs> oh, That's fantastic. Dude, that is, I'm saying this to encourage you. I, I hate, hate your music. <laughs> I hate you and everything about what all of you're doing. Wow. Fantastic. Yeah. Well, guys, if you would like us to read your prayer concerns live here on the Worship Leader Probs podcast, all you have to do, go to www.worshipleaderprobs.com, click on the prayer concerns tab, and there we got a quick form you can fill out. We don't ask for your name. We don't ask for your church's name. It is 100% anonymous. And while you're there, buy one of our nifty WLP masks. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So I was telling I was telling the live stream chat this earlier. Um, so when I was running the Instagram account for Brian last week, it, it occurred to me, oh, wait a second, Brian posts stuff in the story too. <laughs> so I made a post about our masks. I put it up and literally like in what, 10 minutes, we sold one. Sold and I was mask. like, that's it. I'm done for the day. You're Thank the you, mask, everyone. The mask whisperer. Yeah. So it was the only one we sold, but hey, you know, <laughs> that day, that day, they're going like hotcakes. You're going to want three or four of them. <laughs> Well, man, um, we we did an interview with Corey Voss uh, a couple of weeks ago, and he's like so nice, so sweet, Absolutely. so uh, genteel, genteel. I feel like is the word I want to use. Absolutely, and so sweet spirit. We're, man. Yeah, we're really excited for you to um, take a listen to this. And if you've not heard much of Corey Voss, go look up a song called "Praise the King." Mm. I defy you to do it and not have goosebumps the entire time you're singing. Amen. So here is episode one with Corey Voss. Well, the Worship Leader Prowls podcast is very excited to have Corey Voss with us. Uh, Corey, I have to admit, I'm kind of a super fan, dude. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I love it. It's great. Yeah. Um, I, I sent it to Brian last night, but like, and I'm sure we'll talk about more of this later on, but like when I hear the opening keyboard on Praise the King, I, I can't explain. Like the very first time we ever did it in my, in my former church, mm. I just do, do, do. And I was like, ooh, what is that? That's pretty in the multi-tracks underneath <laughs> it. We're like real twinkly and sparkly. And, yep. And then holy moly, you get to that bridge. Mm, mm, and mm. when we did it, and like I am in a very I was like, you know, I won't say mm. the frozen chosen, you know, but like, you know, you got <laughs> I don't know at the end of the bridge if there was a hand down in that place. Wow. And so I'm just wow. super excited to to get to chat with you today. So thanks for yeah. taking the time to come on, man. Uh that thank you. That was a really beautiful and fun intro. Thank you. I, oh. <laughs> I'm, I'm honored to be here. <laughs> Dude, yeah, we've been excited about this one for a while. So why don't you tell our listeners a little bit maybe about yourself, like uh, where you, what you're doing, what you're serving in, and uh, and kind of how God's using you right now. Yeah, um, man. So I, yeah, worship leader, songwriter. I love the Lord. Um, yeah, I'm at a church here in Shelbyville, Tennessee called Gateway Church. 
Um, and we, it's so funny, we get asked all the time, are we part of the Gateway Dallas network? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or not, even though we love Gateway Dallas and <laughs> Gateway Worship, amazing people. Um, but yeah, and I've been here for eight years. Um, so worship pastor at the church. And uh, it's been just an amazing journey. Um, we've grown like crazy over the last seven, eight years. We grew from 65 to over a thousand, which was wild. Whoa. Wow. Yeah. And a awesome. town of 20,000. So it's just, wow. you know, yeah. I mean, that's, that's pretty good. <laughs> it's crazy. It's the Lord. And, um, but yeah, I, prior to living here, I lived in Lakeland, Florida and I went oh, to, no way. Yeah. I went to Southeastern university. Nice. So, My intern right now is a Southeastern guy. Nice. That's a, yeah. that's a great place to be. Um, and then, yeah, I worked for a local church down there for a couple of years. And then I guess I'm going backwards in time here, but I grew up in Indiana. Okay. So Northwest Indiana. And yeah, I'm a Hoosier. That's right. Birth. That's where the anointing <laughs> comes from. Man. <laughs> There's more than corn in Indiana. That's right, that's right man. <laughs> what church uh, were you serving at when you were in, in Lakeland? Or did you grow up in? Yeah. Um, so in Lakeland, I was serving at a church. It was called Life Church in Auburndale, okay. but it okay. was originally called Carpenter's Home Church. So oh it was at yeah, one time, absolutely. yeah, it was big church down there. And Carl Strader was um, my senior pastor down there mm. and amazing yeah. man of God. Uh, his that The whole Strader family really impacted me a lot while I was down there. Um, oh, wow. So, yeah. Well, Corey, why don't we, because I, I feel like I'm just going to, we're going to end up going there anyways. Can yeah. you tell us, tell us a little bit about your journey. Like we love hearing from, from, from artists and from worship leaders around the country that like, you know, what was it like growing up the house that, that you kind of grew up in? And like, mm-hmm. you know, as you kind of started getting through and growing up and maturing, like when did God call you into ministry? You know, how, just kind of how does the Lord led you to where you are today? Yeah. Yeah. So I actually, I tell people this kind of frequently. I was raised in the Catholic church, actually. Um, my It's so funny because my grandfather, he was raised um, in the assemblies of God. And then he married my grandmother, who is Catholic. And in order to marry in the Catholic church, you have to raise your children. So our whole family was raised um, in the Catholic church. And I'm actually very thankful for that background. Um, it taught me a lot, you know, as a kid, like fear of the Lord, reverence, um, yeah. But I, I really hadn't discovered my relationship personally with Jesus until I was a teenager. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, someone, a friend of our family, she was kind of like a big sister type figure in my life. She told me her testimony when I was 15. And uh, I was really going through a lot as a kid. I had a lot of depression, um, anxiety, and just, I don't know, I was an overthink. I still am probably an overthinker, but uh, I was an overthinker to the max as a kid. And I, at like 13, I was like, why am I alive? What's my purpose? And like, I just had to know. Um, And I would carry on like conversations with adults rather than people my age. I'd rather talk to adults about mature things as a kid. And so um, anyways, this friend of our family, she told me her testimony. And in the middle of the conversation, um, the weight that was on me just lifted. Mm, like mm. out of wow. nowhere. And I had like, I had begged in prayer, like begged God to, and I, but I didn't know. I didn't know what was, how to do anything, like how to know the Lord, any of that. I just knew I needed him. And so she's telling me her testimony and she just tra- talked about Jesus and her, how she got saved and some, and my burden lifted in the middle of wow. the conversation. And wow. I was like, wow. 
I felt goosebumps, joy, man. you know? Yeah. Wow. I got goosebumps right now. That's awesome. Dude, it was, and it was crazy. So I, I was like, her name's Aaron. And I was like, Aaron, I was like, I feel like, I feel like I need to know Jesus or something. Cause whatever you've just told me, like, I feel hope. And she was like, well, she's like, why don't you just ask him to be your savior then? Wow. And so I did. And it was this, like, I, I didn't have, I didn't know the sinner's prayer or anything like that. But I remember just, I was on my knees in the basement of my parents' house. And, um, yeah, I just, in that moment, I just asked him into my heart. And it was like an immediate exchange. Um, wow. I didn't have yeah, words for it, but I knew, wow. I knew something wow. happened, you know? And so, yeah. anyways, yeah. So I told my parents, like, they were on vacation at the time, actually. And they came home a few days later and, like, I had like cleaned the house and was really happy and joyful and, you know, the opposite of what a moody 15 year old typically is. <laughs> and they were like, what, what's going on with you? And I was like, I got saved. <laughs> yeah. And, and they looked at me, they're like, huh? <laughs> I was like, I got saved. And they're like, but you're already a Christian. And I was like, yeah, but I mean, like I know Jesus now. And so anyways, yeah. So, so how did your, how did your parents handle, handle that? Yeah, they actually, like, I think they were a little taken aback at first, but they were also, like, really supportive of it. And um, I ended up, like, leaving the Catholic Church at that point because I found another church in town that I really wanted to try out. And my parents were like, you know what, if that's where you feel like you're going to grow and, you know, your faith, then we support that. So I ended up getting baptized there when I was 16, and my whole family showed up and witnessed that. And then a year after that, I started reading up about um, like an Acts, and I was reading about like the Holy Spirit, and I was like, I want to know the Holy Spirit too. And so I, the church I was at, I asked them, I was like, Hey, I was like, I want to like know more about the Holy Spirit, and they were like, Okay. And but they, I guess, like I wanted to know about the gifts and that kind of thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and they were like, Well, we don't do that here. <laughs> so I was like, Okay, <laughs> well, I'm gonna go somewhere where they do. And so I ended up going to an assembly of God church. Um, and I went to one of their Sunday night services just on a whim. And I walked in and this little lady there asked me who I was. And I had no clue. This is a church my grandfather grew up in. I had no idea. No one told me in my family. <laughs> and so, wow. yeah. And so she's like, Oh, I know your grandpa. Yeah. He used to come here a long time ago. And, um, so it was just cool to see how God had like ordained my steps, you know, Oh my goodness! Um, yes, wow. And, wow. and confirmed where I was supposed to be, and that's how I heard about Southeastern was through that church. Um, wow! And I started leading worship in that church, um, and the the youth pastor there he became like one of my closest friends, and he raised me up. He was also a worship leader, and he he trained me and raised me up to be worship leader of the youth group. Wow! Uh, that's wow. awesome, dude. So, yeah, I'm probably going into a lot of details. Sorry. That's awesome. <laughs> no, I would mean, love it. That, that's literally, uh, it's our favorite. Yeah, oh, absolutely. So, good. Yeah. Good. Okay. So um, when did you realize that maybe God was calling you specifically to maybe look into vocational ministry? Yeah, I think honestly, it wasn't long after I started attending that Assembly of God church. I think I was so impacted. Their youth group was like, the Sunday morning service had about a hundred people, but the youth group had 300 students, Wow, which is wild. Whoa. Yeah. And they had their own building next door and they were in the middle of a revival. And I walked in wow. in the middle of that. And I remember like the first time I attended one of their services, I was so impacted. The worship went for over an hour. 
Wow. Um, wow. Yeah. And I just remember at the beginning of the night, I was like standing on the left side of the stage at the end of the worship set. I had drifted somehow to the other side <laughs> of the room. Cause I was so like, Lord, <laughs> you're here. Um, and that was honestly this probably the second time I visited that youth group that I had such a profound encounter with God that I felt, and I grew up playing piano. I forgot to mention that mm. I took lessons as a kid and I sang in like kids choir in my school and, but I cool. never thought, you know, never thought I would do it as like a ministry or vocation until, yeah, you know, that happened. And I just, my heart was so stirred at that church. And I just knew in my gut, I was like, God's calling me to ministry full time. Wow. Like I know. Wow. Um, so. Wow. Okay. So then uh, I'm assuming you went to Southeastern, like mm-hmm. specifically to go dive into what does this all look like and it go for the degree and stuff like that? Yeah. Yeah. So my, my pastor and uh, youth pastor had both gone to Southeastern. So they recommended it was the only college I applied to. I went and visited and had an incredible experience just even just visiting the school and knew I was like, I know this is where I'm supposed to be. So, but the interesting thing is when I got there, I had this fear in my heart of like, am I just pursuing worship because I want to, Mm -hmm. or is, Mm -hmm. or maybe God's calling me to, preach or just teach or be a youth pastor. So I actually like set the worship thing down my first like month or two at Southeastern because I didn't want to do it just because, you know, I wanted to make sure it really was God. And yeah, yeah, so I just remember there was a, they do a fall revival there called fire, it's called firefall at the time. Mm -hmm. And uh, I attended that revival and the, there was a worship service I was in and God just clearly spoke to me and he's like, I didn't give you this passion for nothing. Like, Wow. I'm calling you like I didn't equip you musically for nothing, but it was like, I felt like I had to lay it down though at first in my heart to make sure it wasn't like, Oh, I just want to be on stage or Mm -hmm. that whole thing. Yeah. Cause I know for a lot of people, sometimes they, they struggle with discerning like what direction is God taking them in? What is they doing? So I think that's cool. Like you got a very clear directive from the Lord to go, okay, this, uh, you know, this was for naught. Like, and yeah. so, yeah. And I think that's cool. Like yeah. laying it down. I mean, if something you're so passionate about, you know, like, yeah. And if, if the Lord came to me, it was like, never mix audio ever again. Yeah. Like, are you sure Lord? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, sure. but, mm. you know, at the end of the day, if I needed to, I'd lay it down, but you know, that, that, that's, that's pretty cool. So, um, did you go into ministry like directly out of college or like, as like, okay, I'm, I'm leaving here. I'm going to be a worship pastor. Yeah, I, it's so funny. I was actually serving at Life Church in Auburndale during my college years, and they, the uh, my college pastor at that church, he was the guy that actually like I had started learning about like prophetic worship at that church, and I remember there was one particular day where he was like, "Hey, I just want you to look at worship as a blank canvas, and I want you to paint and just throw color on it, and just just see where the Holy Spirit leads you." And so that was awesome. And then you know. I did that for about three years as a volunteer. And then I, you know, finished school and I like requested a meeting with my pastor because I loved that. I, that church is amazing. And I felt so connected there and I grew yeah. so much. So I literally like just called a meeting with him and I was like, so I'm finished with school now. Uh, I'd love to work here. <laughs> and, so, and at the time he was like, well, he's like, we don't have anything, but you can stay here as long as you want. Um, yeah. And then like, it was crazy though. Cause like a month later he called me, he's like, Hey, maybe we can do something part-time. And then 
another few months after that and it being full time. So I, I knew I really felt like I was supposed to stay there, you know? Mm. Yeah. Mm. Dude, I think, I think, I think there's a lot of senior leaders out there that actually appreciate that. Mm-hmm. Like that show the initiative to just come in and go lay down and go, Hey, look, God's calling me here. I don't know what it takes, but I'm going to like, I'm a friend who went into a senior pastor and she had a full three ring binder with all the points at why she was supposed to work at the church. Whoa. And like, she was like, so she went in and just like, okay, this is why I think God's called me to be here. Like wow. she didn't come out with a job, but I guarantee the moment mm-hmm. it's time, like yeah. and we can hire somebody for that position. Yep. Top of the list. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I think mm-hmm. that's super cool. Yeah. Um, so you, you were serving at uh, the church in Auburndale. Mm-hmm. And then how long were you there before you ended up uh, at Gateway now? Yeah, I was, I mean, I guess I was there after, like when I got hired, I was there for like probably two years. Um, and it was wild. It's actually 10 years ago um, this summer, this month, which is wild, that um, something really interesting happened where I had about nine people contact me that didn't know each other over the course of a month. And it was like, like one was a postcard in the mail, one was a phone call, emails, people contacting me saying, hey, I've been praying for you and the Lord's given me a word for you and like, I just need to share it with you. And it was all like the same word just presented a little differently. And it basically Mm. was like, you're about to move. Like this season that you're in now is coming to a close and you're about to transition into something new. Um, God's giving you an assignment and he's calling you to write songs, like all this stuff. And it was like, just, you know, person after person coming at me with the same prophetic word. And I'm like, okay, Lord, <laughs> clearly something <laughs> is in the Something's water. Here. Something's coming. Up. Yeah. And <laughs> seriously. And so I was like freaked out in the best way, but I was also sad because I'm like, I love my church. I don't mm. want to leave. Mm. Um, yeah. And then out of, out of the blue, I, you know, met this a guy that showed up at my church one day because we built a recording studio in our church, which nobody knew how to to run. So (laughs) this this random guy shows up and he's like, Hey, I heard you guys have a studio. I'd love to help you guys run it. And so he and I meet, hang out in the studio. And then he's like, Hey, I've been to this church a couple of times. I've heard the songs that you write. They're pretty good. It's like, have you ever, uh, you ever thought about having a a worship band of your own? I was like, (laughs) no, I'm just a worship leader. And he's like, okay, well, I think you should do that. He's like, you, there's something on your life, man. And wow. so he and I connected and we ended up becoming best friends and he's a drummer and oh, wow. we started a band together um, called Letters from Patmos. And we did that for about two years. So that was kind of the vehicle that the Lord used to get me out of Florida into the Nashville area. Um, Cause at the time I didn't have any plans of, I'd visited Gateway church here in Shelbyville but because my aunt and uncle they live here Hmm. and wow so I visited because they invited me um but I had not you know really had a desire to move here other than like you know I felt like the Lord was calling me to write and record and I'm like well I guess you have to go to Nashville to do um some of that so yeah man yeah so anyways this whole band thing we traveled as a band for about a year and a half and did you know, worship conferences, churches as an indie band. And then um, we started getting connections with a management company in Nashville and then Centricity Records. And, um, and then my first uh, week visiting Nashville for songwriting, I got to write with Michael Farron. 
And well, that's, not, that's not a bad way no, to start kidding. now, is it's it? It's not, but I didn't like <laughs> <laughs> Kind of all downhill there from there. Yeah. 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 I, t- I took batting pack um, practice with Sammy Sosa. That was my first time. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, dude. Um, but the funny thing is, though, like at the time, like I, I had heard Michael's name, um, but I didn't realize in my head, I didn't put it together that he was from Pocket Full of Rocks mm. um, and he'd written Let It Rain. I didn't put yeah. all that together mm. right away. And then I did some like song select ccli research and i was like oh that's okay but what was really remarkable about it is i showed up at that co-write and michael literally just embraced me as a brother and a friend Mm. and we didn't even write a song that day we just talked and i had you know leaving florida actually had had just kind of a a hard transition out of that church is you know just in in the very end of it it was kind of a hard it's hard to say goodbye to somewhere that you love you know yeah yeah um and so like and, and like ministry does, like sometimes like you do get a little beat up sometimes, you know, it just that it happens. And so, you know, coming up to Nashville, Michael just, you know, he just encouraged me and we became friends and brothers like right away and didn't write a song until the next time that we, you know, got together. But um, yeah, so it was just, it was cool. And then in the meantime, like I was attending Gateway here because um, I ended up moving to mm. live with my aunt and uncle in Shelbyville and I was just attending gateway whenever I was home and yeah. So things kind of naturally progressed that way, I guess. And then wow, the band thing kind of, you know, it kind of started to dissolve after a while. Cause I think all of us, you know, when you do the indie band thing, you realize like it takes a lot. <laughs> and so yeah. it's like, you know, you really have to have the drive and the passion to pound the pavement, get out on the road, book dates, you know, all that stuff. And some of the guys in the band had families. And so it was just one of those, like, you know, things that, you know, we'd all just decided to go a different direction. Mm -hmm. Um, And then, yeah, I got plugged in at Gateway around that time. And, and then that's also when I ended up signing as a songwriter. um, Oh, wow. My first publishing deal at that time. So that's great. dude. Yeah. Yeah. So it's kind of the Lord's way of getting me here. Uh, which is funny because my aunt that lives here, she she's one of my favorite people, and she would call me all the time when I lived in Florida, and she'd say, "Hey, um, God said you're supposed to come be our worship pastor." I've been I've been talking to him in prayer, and he's keep telling me that, and I was like, <laughs> "Oh, <laughs> okay," but it's amazing because look where, look what God has done, you know, we're right. here, and, and uh, yeah, so it's been a wow. crazy journey. Wow. I did. It sounds like an amazing That's journey. Incredible. Amazing. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I'm changing my vernacular from like a boss to like a boss. <laughs> nice. Cause that dude, he's a cool dude, man. I really enjoyed yeah, uh, our cool. talk with him. He, and like, he's a, he's a Florida boy. So obviously it makes him a cool kid. Very and, cool. Uh, yeah. So go he's check out those guys too. You can't yeah. tell how old he is. No, I, and very you don't want to ask. Very mysterious. You, don't ask. Yeah. you know what I mean? Like, bro, how old are you? Like 22? And he's like, I'm 37. (laughs) (laughs) So, well, guys, thank you so much for listening to episode 89 of the podcast. If Mm. you do us a favor, wherever you're listening to this, would you just drop us a like, uh, subscribe, um, tell your friends, share it, give it a five-star rating. Um, All those things help to to get the podcast found. Five stars only, please, or else Brian will hunt you down with (laughs) Sophie the dog. And she will lick you and love you until you will go and put five stars on your rating. 
So, guys, thank you so much again for listening. And uh, we're just super thankful for y'all, the Worship Leader Probs Nation. And until next time, see ya. Deuces.